Hi, beautiful people. This is Bimi Shavery, and I'm here with your daily dose of energy. And we are on week one of Holy Maturation, which is our autumn fast. I'm super excited about it. If you have not heard the episode that explains it or supports it or tells you what it is about, please do listen to that episode because it'll give you all the information that you're needing. And you, no matter whenever you are hearing this episode, whenever you have been drawn to this, you can start this fast at any time. But we are currently in autumn season and we are on this journey, right? We are on this journey and I am super excited about it. I'm feeling really good about it. Um, I felt a need to record this episode for you guys because we are very close to the new moon, actually 24 hours away from the new moon happening in Libra. I was led to my full moon in Libra episode from this year, and I shared that in uh, my stories on Facebook and my stories on Instagram as well. But if you have not heard that episode, which it's been so many episodes since then, so just please go find that episode and listen to it because there may be some things in that episode that you're needing to know because this particular moon is in conjunction with that particular moon. So it is a new beginning that's stemming from whatever was released from the fat, the last full moon in Libra up until now whatever seeds had been sprouting you're in that journey now but anyway I felt that I needed to this has been on me and I'm up I'm saging I'm cleansing I'm I'm doing my detoxing thing and I feel as though there are a lot of things I recorded episode about a year ago about spiritual ascension and what happens when you're going through different awakenings and transcending and all of these different things. And I am seeing now how that episode is playing out and people are literally going through these things and have no idea what it is. They have no idea what to call it. They have no idea what to say it is. They just, they need some clarity and some understanding. And so I am going to do an episode for you guys that is going to shed some light on some things that you may be experiencing, how to navigate through them, how they could affect your life and the reasoning for it all. Whether you are a spiritual person or not, whether you believe in spirituality or not, whether you believe in whatever it is that I'm talking about or not, it doesn't change the fact that it's happening. And if you resonate with it and if you're feeling these symptoms and you're feeling these things happening in your life, it, it, it it's happening. Okay. It's happening. And that is exactly why I felt I needed to share this with you guys, because you're not alone on your journeys. And I've received a lot of emails. A lot of people close to me are going through these things. A lot of people that I just know the love of my life is dealing with these things as well. So there are a lot of changes and shifts that are happening. And the only way that I know that it's happening is because I've experienced it. I've been studying it for a very long time, but I've also experienced several ascensions in my life on this journey. And when I tell you it isn't easy, Mm -mm. 333 on the timer, it's not easy. Okay. Um, Going through these type of rebirths, especially in a season where so much is changing around us and there is no stability. It's very difficult to be grounded. It's very difficult to hold your own. It's very difficult to be in a space where you are feeling like you have the control that you need. 
and you're able to hold it together. So I'm going to share some things with you guys. I'm going to uh, give you some tidbits on how you can navigate and what to expect, as well as some things that could help you with processing because seasons change and so does the season of ascension in your life. It changes. It doesn't stay the same. So as you're evolving, as you're growing, different things will happen, different things will come up, but you will navigate them in a different way. But the more that you understand, the more that you know, the more that you're able to really embrace the changes, the easier it'll be for you. Okay. Now I do want to say, um, regarding this new moon in Libra guys, we listen, I've already, I've already recorded plenty of episodes within the last week about what's coming. Miracle week, miracle week, the intensity, it feels like labor pain, which I've never given birth, but I've watched it happen. So I'll say it feels like that final contraction before the baby crowns, right? That's what this is. It, it is about to be in a massive amount of blessings, just miracle week is all I can say, right? And so just know that even though this is a new moon in Libra, it doesn't feel new moonish. It feels very much so like full moon <laughs> and eclipse and we're close to eclipse season. So this week, the, the, the symptoms that you're feeling are because there is a new chapter being birthed. There are a lot of things that are being birthed and changed right now. And so it is our responsibility to take uh, control of the reins that we can and release that of which we cannot. So this week, um, as you're listening to this, I would like to remind you that the conclusions are here. Like you're going to get the new beginnings, the new cycles that are beginning the, this ascension that you're going through is what is pushing in the blessings. It's what's pushing in the well of opportunity. It is what's pushing in the closures. This was pushing in the obstacle release. It is pushing in the powerful changes that you've been asking, praying and fasting for your commitment to what you've asked for is what this ascension is bringing in as a test. So it's reminding you of what it is you need to release. What do you need to let go of? What have you been holding on to? that you refuse to let go of out of fear of what your life will look like once you do or out of fear of what will happen once you do out of not knowing the fear of the uncertainty. What is it that you're holding on to that is preventing or making this transition so difficult for you? You're having to work through these fears. And a lot of the fears are stemming from the negativity and pessimistic idea of whatever the change is. And you're going to have to change that and shift that. And once you do, the trajectory and the pain level will change as well. New beginnings, releases, closures, all of these things are happening and you're at the brink of it. The resolutions you've been waiting for, I've told you guys, they're here. You don't have to search far. They're here. But there are some adjustments that you're having to do. And as this momentum is picking up and as the energy around you is fluctuating, it's important for you to hone in on what it is that you can actually control. And one of the things that you can actually control is you. That's it. 
this is this this wave of energetic shift is bringing in a sense of emotional of influx like a lot of emotions a lot of emotions and if you're not someone who is accustomed to dealing with emotions it's very difficult for you if this is if, if you're not custom accustomed to the feelings you don't want to address the feelings you usually hold it in yeah this is going to be very difficult for you but you're going to need to be patient with yourself because on the other end of those tears on the other end of that anger on the other end of that frustration and irritation is blessings this isn't about just speaking out what you think you know this isn't about sharing everything that you know this is is not about holding secrets in this is about revealing your truth in a way that a lot of people may be uncomfortable with sometimes being honest about what you feel being honest about what you what you know being honest about what you're experiencing isn't easy for everybody but it doesn't matter if it's easy for everybody if it is something that you are needing to speak out on or speak up about you should do so there is a way to do it you don't have to do it with this energy of explosion you don't have to do it with this recklessness of emotion but you definitely should do it in a way that allows you to be okay with where you are grounding yourself, being able to nurture your own needs, being able to be compassionate and mastering this flow of abundance that's on its way to you through your own being. You've been waiting for a long time for the opportunities that are coming in and finally they're being presented to you. Finally, justice is being served in your favor. Finally, you're getting everything your heart desires. But then what do you do when it shows up? Are you going to run from it? Are you going to hide? Are you going to prevent yourself from indulging in it? Are you going to turn away? And walk away because it doesn't look like you would want it to look or it hasn't come in the perfect package that you want it to be in or it doesn't look exactly the way you have anticipated. You have to be open, but you also have to be receptive. To what it is that you've asked for standing in your power for sure, being honest about what you want for sure, being clear about what you want for sure. But understanding that you have to get out of your head with it. You can't just sit in your head because that's where you're comfortable. You have to feel it. Your head and heart have to connect. And this influx of energy is exactly what's happening. It's forcing an ascension. It's forcing an awakening. It's forcing a shattering of your idea of your own beliefs in your own life. And it's bringing up these deeply rooted things so that you can deal with them and get out of your head and into your heart. Because through the heart is where birth lies through the heart is where your healing lies through the heart is where your transformation lies and staying in your head is preventing it is preventing everything that you've been asking for so going through this entire process it is definitely uncomfortable it is definitely not something you would want to choose it is definitely not something you were anticipating but it is something that is needed because what is coming in for you is something that is well overdue and there are changes that are having to be made 
there are structures you're going to have to create. And you're going to have to stabilize your emotions in a way that work for you opposed to against you. Now, this also means for a lot of you is to stop trying to be right all the time. A lot of you are arguing and battling with yourself. There is no right or wrong to the ascension. There is no right or wrong to your transition. There is no right or wrong to you existing and moving in divine order. You have to genuinely understand that. Make peace with your own transition. Make peace with your changes. Make peace with the fact that you're not who you were, even though you're trying to hold on to who you've always been. Make peace with that. And take charge of it. Move forward. Stand in the power of that. The journey is constantly unfolding. The journey is constantly changing. The journey is constantly shifting and bringing in new insights. But regardless to that, there are unseen blessings there. So what are you worried about? When you're moving in divine order, why are you worried? Why are you stressed? Worry and stress comes from the anticipating of what is going to happen, which you don't control. And also the idea and the thoughts and the remembering of what has already happened, which you can't control. Neither of those things can you change or can you dictate? Only thing you can do is move now. That's it. So release and surrender to that. Release this idea that I can control and change the trajectory of that. Release it and be. I promise you, you'll find so much healing there. You'll find so many answers there. You'll find so much results there. You'll find everything you're looking for there. But you first need to be there. Embrace a newfound love within self, a newfound love within this acceptance of self. So with that being said, (laughs) let's get into a few of the signs you may be experiencing. Um, I'm going to give you 10 of them. And these are some that I've taken note of based on my own personal journey. First of all, (laughs) your entire life changes. When you are going through a spiritual awakening and ascension, your life changes, your ideas of life change, the way that you perceive the world changes. And those things, once you are embarking on a journey of spiritual awakening, you can't unsee, you can't unlive, you can't unbe, right? There are some false signs, there are some false ideas, there are some really tainted and screwed ways of idealizing a spiritual awakening. And that's not what I'm doing here because I've been through at least three of them and each one of them were different, but each one of them changed my entire life. Okay, so. Let's look at it on a practical level, okay? 
for those of you who are not really deep into spirituality, you don't really understand the concept and you're, you're just you just want to know why you're feeling how you feel. This is for you. If you're looking for a more spiritual based, um, I do talk about that a lot in previous episodes, but I'll release other episodes in the future for you guys for that. But this right here, we're going to do a mixture of the practicality and logical ways so that you can identify it within yourself. And then you work your way through this assists you in the navigation of your own research. And this will assist you in the own navigation of yourself, trying to figure out who you are, what you believe, what you feel. This isn't about religion. This is not about any type of spiritual practices. This is about the reality of the spiritual world, which we all are living in. As above, so below is what it is. You can't change that. You can't possibly think that just being a human being is just that. It is not. Regardless to what you want to call it, regardless to what you want to invest yourself into believing, it doesn't matter. The truth of the matter is there is always an unseen world, period. Call it whatever you feel comfortable calling it, but it, it, it does exist. And you can see this in your life. And the lack of connection to that is where chaos excludes. Now, one of the most practical ways that you can sense you are going through an, a spiritual awakening is a noticeable change in your natural behavior, the way that you naturally would react to something, the way you would naturally deal with something. First of all, let's talk about the difference or what spiritual awakening or spiritual ascension is. Let me give you just a briefing of that. Okay. A spiritual awakening or ascension is a natural process that involves basically an inner rebirth of yourself. It is coming into a newness, an upgrade, a reboot, a renewance, a reemerging of thyself. Your energy changes, your spirit changes, the way you feel changes, the way you think changes. This is an evolution. This is an expansion. This is a growth, but it doesn't happen just on a physical. It doesn't happen on the physical first at all. It happens inside, which makes it spiritual. It is involving your spirit. And it does include matters of the heart, matters of the mind and your spirit. Okay. Spiritual ascension is just about reaching new heights. Uh, spiritual awakening, reaching new heights, reaching new waves of thyself, moving beyond old limitations, old belief patterns, old mindsets and ways of living. Okay. Now, there are different types of awakenings also. So, you know, when we get to talking about spirituality, this is where it could get a little tricky. And this is why I just want to give you some signs. And I don't want I'll do a whole nother episode about the spiritual aspect of it. But just to give you a briefing of what it could entail when you're going through an awakening or an ascension, your mind changes, your personality changes, your energy changes, the way you experience the soul connecting changes how you look at life, your sensitivity changes, all of these things, the structures in which you were 
normally accustomed to the structure in which you belonged and how you connected all of these things, all of these things are evident and they become prevalent in your life and they change. And almost in a way that is drastic and it's depending on the type of ascension you're going through, it can happen in a way that shuts you totally down to reboot you, shuts you totally down. You could be extremely tired, extremely stressed, extremely frustrated, extremely agitated, extremely isolated. All of these things because you're going through a newness, you're going into a reboot, you're going into what I also call when it comes to cancerians, the molting process. You're shedding that old shell, birthing into the new. And when you're going through the molting process, you cannot be around people. You can't be out in the midst of the of the people you have to be in isolation and that is dark that is that is lonely that's sad that's scary but it's beautiful because once you emerge you're a whole new being okay i'm going to talk about this, let me give you the signs, some of the signs, right? Some of the signs that you may experience is a noticeable change in your behavior. As I just stated, you just change, you know, um, you become impulsive. You could become very frustrated, just easily frustrated and agitated and confused. All these things. Another one would be suddenly you're feeling really deeply emotional. You're feeling really, really concerned. There's a disruption in your emotional body almost that. Oftentimes people don't understand the lack of emotional intelligence is what blocks your your ability to be spiritually involved. And. When you're going through an ascension and you are going through awakening or whatever you want to call it, uh, awakening is more of a, a easier term. It is one of those things that can cause you to feel very wounded. Um, wounded meaning it can make you feel easily offended, easily isolated, abandoned, attached, because these are issues that you're having to deal with. And one of the most important things that I'll say to you guys, um, listen to my episode in the relationship series where I speak about attachment issues, love languages, things like that, because this also affects your spiritual awakening. You ascend from where you have been emotionally when it comes to partnerships, how you attach to people. It's not just in a relationship, but a relationship with yourself, how you have these issues of abandonment how you have these issues of affliction, how you handle when you feel triggered in that way. These are all things that work with this spiritual awakenings because it brings up these triggers. It brings up these things that you've deeply rooted and, and hidden from yourself for so long. It brings them and stimulates them in a way that causes almost like an over impulsive type of behavior. So during this time, as you're going through this, one of the signs is you're emotionally very, you're emotionally pure. You're, you're very emotionally exposed is the word exposed. You feel extremely vulnerable, uncomfortably so. 
Another sign would be you have a tendency to just want to be alone, uh, isolated. You are reflecting back on what has happened, what has gone on in your past, how this has affected you. Become very nostalgic. Your priorities change, your values change. You find yourself feeling differently internally. Uh, your lifestyle changes. A lot of things happen. It's like the the awakening is just an initiation into your spiritual path. It's an initiation to you in a different realm. It's a very complex, multi-layered space and it changes and it looks different for everybody. But the main things that happen is people on a physical level can get like symptoms, migraines, really bad, nausea, really bad, loss of appetite or emotionally eating or over excessively trying to escape what they're feeling through drinking or trying to uh, just overcompensate and overcompromise in ways to avoid just all type of things that come up and cause you to react during the spiritual awakening. And you don't know how to put a word into it. Um, there is a very on the first level of it. There's this sense of unhappiness and despondency and just feeling lost and isolated. And like you just do not belong to anything that you've a, you're a part of. It can bring out depression um, it can make you feel extremely unhappy with your life in general because you're searching for something. You're needing something to fix it, but you don't quite know what it is. You're not sure what it looks like. You just know that you don't want to feel what you're feeling, but you have to feel what you're feeling because it's pushing you into a new dimension within yourself. So this stage is a very spontaneous type of stage because it can all of a sudden this is where people get the midlife crisis type of idea it's like you're going through a new awakening that's what it is it's a new awakening and it can cause people to suddenly break up decide they don't want to be in a relationship anymore they need a divorce they you know it can cause physical death um because of the way that you're acting out or you're trying to escape um unfortunately that happens um And awakenings often occur after someone has gone through these things, like after you've gone through a breakup after or while you're on the precipice of one or a divorce or you've dealt with a lot of trauma or you, you've had unresolved issues when it comes to healing and recovery and you have a major life change. These things can bring on awakenings. It's just a new awareness of life, a new awareness in, of existing in life. Right. Suddenly at stage two, you decide, hey, you know, not even decided, but you're sh you start to perceive reality in a different way because of what you've gone through, because of what you've seen, because of what you've experienced and accept it to be true. You're now in a different space. You're starting to see the, the propaganda in life. You're looking at society different. You see a lot of this with people who go into the uh, pro black, pro whatever religion they are, pro life, whatever, whatever. They go to extreme. And that's because they've had this sudden awakening. And if you notice that people who believe one thing one year 
five years later, their whole perspective, the way they came about it in that first year is totally different. It's because they've learned more. They're not newbies. They're not babies anymore. When you're new to something, you become an extremist. You either overindulge, over consume and overly invest yourself into it without really thinking about every aspect of it or you just totally disassociate so this could be where you become shifting your perspective but now you're so spiritual and now you're so anti-everything so be very careful about the delusions um and you will start to see that as you're going through your awakening by the time you're at the second stage which is a few months down the line you start to notice um how things are not what they're what they're being shown to be. You start to feel despair. You start to feel, you know, disgusted with the lies. You start to feel a sense of dreadfulness. You start to feel tired. You're not motivated uh, to keep doing the same type of things, being around the same people and doing the same type of, you know, spaces. You just lost interest in the things that you frequent before. And sometimes that's career. Um, that's relationship that's food you eat that's uh, everything hobbies everything you just feel like you just don't belong right now like I'm not in a space where I belong and it's because you're changing you're evolving you're becoming a different type of person so then by stage three of your ascension you are seeking answers you're trying to figure out what the meanings of this is how do I define what I'm feeling how do I put it in a box my advice to you would be don't don't try to put it in a box. Allow yourself to get deeper acquainted with yourself and process it accordingly so that you have a deeper understanding of what it is that you are meant to do and who you're meant to be. Not so that you can fit into a stereotype, into a box. That's what a box is, a stereotype. You're trying to put yourself in the in another box and you at the same time are escaping from another like you have to be very careful and mindful of this because these emotions and these feelings and these intense overhauls of your body will cause you to just want to get into a space where you feel like you're not the only person trust me you're not the only person so don't put yourself in a box just to relieve pain and then have to escape that box too by stage four, you're suddenly deciding I'm having revelations like I'm starting to see things. I'm starting to experience breakthroughs. I'm starting to, you know, on the deeper, the, the deeper soul searching I do, um, the deeper mentors and the more mentors I find, I'm able to tap into different type of practices and I'm able to utilize different type of belief systems and different type of things that can assist me in my journey and know that this is a lifelong thing that I'll be going through at different levels of my life. But now I'm feeling a sense of expansion. I'm feeling a sense of growth. I'm feeling a sense of evolution because I've gone through the the hardest part, which is facing my fears, facing my traumas, dealing with the emotions that I run from, dealing with the fears that I've hidden from, dealing with my fears of being left and abandoned and my uh, control issues or my insecurities and my inadequacies. I'm dealing with those things. So now that I've done a lot of work there, I've uncovered a lot of the reasons by why I'm that way. Now I can find solace in knowing that there's always help for me. There's always something to support my journey. There's always something that will assist me so that I can do the same for someone else. 
This is evolving beyond these old thought process, old religious rituals that don't work for you, old traditions that don't fit into your life, finding new traditions, creating new traditions or advancing the traditions that you've had as a child or as a youth and making them fit the life that you're in more now. This is what this is about, growing into a better version of you. People want to just grow and be, but then you realize that is a deep process. You don't just put on this illusion like you do on Instagram, this filter, and suddenly you are just awakened. I don't care how you dress. I don't care how you look. If your soul hasn't awakened, you haven't awakened yet. Okay. So then that's stage four, but by stage five, you like, oh my God, I, I'm back lost because you're reaching a new level of your alignment right now. You're at this space where you're feeling lost again. You're feeling like I, I thought I knew. I thought I figured it out. And this is where the saying comes from, where the more you think, you know, the more you realize you don't know anything because you're constantly growing. You're constantly evolving. You're constantly changing. And at every level of that change comes a new growth and it comes a new beginning and it comes a foundation that has to be built. And so you're learning all over again. It doesn't take away what you've already learned, but you evolve beyond that, too. And so. With the spiritual awakening process, there's this ebb and flow. And in this stage, sometimes you just get bored. You get tired. You don't want to listen to the same type of gurus. You don't want to read the same books. You don't want to do the same type of things. Now you want to branch out and do something else. This is where you can have, let's say you're a person who has been into veganism. And now you're suddenly deciding, oh, I don't want to do veganism anymore. I'm going to just do plant life. That's because there's, a, there's this adjustment that's happening within your life, within your body. And you're honoring that. You're doing what feels right in the moment. And it's okay. You don't have to stick to one thing for the rest of your life because you're going through an awakening it is about evolving it is about growing in that it is about choosing to be a part of the ebb and flow instead of controlling how it flows right so during this this time is where you're like oh my god here we go again but it's not going to be as intense you know why because you have evolved in a deeper level, which means stage six is what? Deeper inner work. I'm going deeper in within. I'm dabbling into feel good spiritual philosophies, right? Not surface, not surface philosophies, not the cute little quotes that's on the Internet. No, I'm going deep. I'm going to figure out who I am, what I like, what I want. I'm going to find practices that I can actually be involved in and make me feel good, but help me evolve and change and create this ability for me to have my own personal go to when I'm feeling like I'm stuck or stagnant. This is where this particular space this deep inner work. This is where people begin to practice more meditation and they start implementing the more spiritual practices, the more ritualistic things. And they start creating routines that support this because a lot of the work that they've done, a lot of the deep rooted healing and recovery and acknowledging that they've had to go through the expansion that they've had to deal with. All of these things have brought them to this space where they're comfortable now with the inner work. That is a constant thing. You're constantly deep. You're constantly having to grow. You're constantly having to evolve. You're constantly learning about yourself. You're constantly expanding. That is why this is where you currently are. Then you get to this space, which is stage seven. And y'all know seven is my number. I love me a good seven. This is where you integrate what you know 
you integrate your past, you integrate the people, you integrate the space, you integrate life and you find expansion and joy in the expansion. You find peace with the things that you can't change. You find joy in knowing that everything evolves and you're a part of that evolution and you're learning more about yourself. You are taking the spiritual lessons that you've learned from the work that you've done. You're applying it every single day to your life. You're realizing that it is not just a moment. This is a lifestyle. This is not just something I'm doing for today. This is a part of my lifestyle. This is a journey that I will be on for the rest of my life because I'll constantly be evolving. I'll constantly be changing. And once I'm aware of what that entails, I can stay in the ebb and flow of that. Um, during this time is when people begin to feel really connected to the spiritual world in a sense of where their dreams um, their visions, they begin really getting connected with uh, some people practice astrology at this level. Like, I just want to get into something mysterious and mystique. Um, but regardless, they just start to find things that help them and develop those type of capabilities. And not everything is a gift. Not everything is something that you're doing to make money from. This is not about profiting off of your spiritual life okay this is about really applying what you know to be better and to be a better person and to be better for those that are around you but also help others around you that are connected to you be better as well so your ascension is food for the soil okay at this phase you may decide I want to help other people. I want to create a business. I want to create a whatever to help other people. And at this phase, you're, you've done a lot of the work, so you could very well do so. But then you also have to be very careful in what energy you're flowing from. Are you doing this out of a space of trying to prostitute the gift and the work that you've done on yourself? Or do you find it sacred and really want to help others on that journey? You have to decide that before you allow yourself to exchange another energetic space in it, which is finances. When you start putting money, which is an energy in itself, into a practice that you have found so sacred, and healing and recovering for yourself it can turn into a demon demonic type of thing and it can cause more harm than good so you got to be very careful with your ascension and your growth and your spirituality and your sacredness of your soul because if you're not it can backfire okay and also understand that you don't just go from back and forth, back and forth. You know what I'm saying? You don't just, you don't just always oh, just step one through 12. No, in life in general, you're gonna, you could go through, you could start at stage five and go, no, you're not gonna start at stage five. You can just be at stage one, stay there for a long time, end up at stage five, then go back to stage three. Like it's just an evolution. It's where you are in life. Don't put yourself on this space of where, well, this person is here, so I need to be here. Your personal journey of evolution and awakening is personal. Okay, it is personal. Um, going through this, you know, remember, it's okay to ask questions. It's okay to get to know you. It's okay to crave meaning and purpose. That is a part of getting deep with yourself, asking yourself deep questions, realizing that a lot of what you've been told isn't really the truth. It isn't really what it is. It, it's all it's only a piece of the truth. Right. And it's up to you to figure out what the total truth of that may be. 
um, you're it's OK that you start to see other people as unhappy. You start to see the truth and the illusions of society, the materialism, the false idea of success and profit. Suddenly you're going to realize it doesn't matter to me. I'm not into that anymore. I don't want to feel like I'm a cog in a machine. I, I want to be something. I want to experience truth and depth in life. And you're going to want to purge your life. You want to go through this, you know, as your body is purging, as your mind is purging, as your existence is purging. So will the things in your life. You will want them to go. You will want to only feel your space with things that matter and things that build and things that help you evolve and things that make you better. You may begin to also feel a deep sense of empathy and compassion for everyone else. There's this new thing. I'm an empath. I'm a this. I'm a that. Regardless, you just start to feel really deeply for society. You start to feel really deeply for those who are encountering you because you're now seeing things on a deep level. The deeper you see things, the deeper you feel things and the deeper you want to change. So that is why you're going to feel this sense of urgency in helping and trying to fix everything. But be careful with that because you don't want to be sucked back into this vicious cycle, but in a different realm of trying to control things and control people and control the outcome of things. And let me see what other notes do I have here that I would like to show I already said you'll become more sensitive. Um, Want to change the things in the world and the people. It, yeah. One of the main things that I want to say is <laughs> And it's so funny because you go through this process of I don't want to work here anymore. I don't want to quit this job. I want to do this. I want to. That's because it's the life change. It's a cycle that's changing. You become very sensitive to bullshit. Right. You don't want to be a part of the bullshit. You're you're searching for authenticity. You're searching for truth. You're searching for this space where you can be yourself and you don't have to dim yourself down and you don't want to play the games anymore. You want to just be in a space where you're being authentic at all times. And that's truly beautiful. The synchronicity lines up. You begin to get all the signs and the omens around you. You experience a bit of depression and anxiety. I did tell you that. But you grow from that. You'll evolve from that. You become you know, okay with the changes and the shifts, not because of any other reason other than you understand that this is a part of the evolution. But the first part is acknowledging that that is what you're dealing with and that is what you're going through. Okay. So these are just some of the symptoms you may feel. These are just some of the things that you may experience. These are some of the, the spaces in your life that you may find yourself in. My advice to you would be go deep, be gentle, find a tribe of people who can hear you out who can pour into you who understands right and just allow yourself to go this is not an overnight process this isn't something that you just deal with today and be done with tomorrow that's not how it works at all so be gentle with yourself and be gentle with the knowing that this is a process and allow yourself to integrate different parts of who you're becoming with who you are and then make a decision on what needs to go naturally so what needs to go will fall away anyway Okay, but this ascension is just your final purge to that next level that you're going to. And that's where you want to be. So you're right where you're needing to be. Just continue to work through it. Okay. also remember that ascensions and awakenings are very personal. 
and they don't look the same for everybody. They don't feel the same for everybody. Um, hence you have people going through different awakenings in different parts of their life and they go buy motorcycles. Other people file for divorce. Some people cut all their hair off. Other people, you know, decide I'm no longer going to be dedicated to this fitness life. I'm going to just be happy and do what I want to do. And, you know, there's an extremity in the beginning of it, but it balances itself out when you continue to go through that process. So just allow yourself to do that and allow yourself to feel that in a freeing way. Okay. Be gentle with yourself and know that you're not in this alone. Honor your body. Listen to your body. This is something that also connects you deeply with yourself because it forces you to hear yourself, hear your body. What does your body need? What does your body want? What is your body saying? What is your mind saying? What does your heart need? What is your soul craving? Okay. So I love you guys. Thank you so much for your love, your support and everything. And until our next daily dose of energy, bye.